It's time for the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast. Here are your hosts, Dennis Stuckey and Brady Beaton. All right, welcome aboard, Dennis Stuckey, Brady Beaton, and another great show coming up for you today because this time around as we kind of continue to uh, to pound our way through the BWAC, because <laughs> what other description are you going to get? We're going to talk a little North Branch football. Jeremy Furman is uh, here and will join us on the program. Yeah, uh, program that returns a lot of players a program that has made what four straight playoffs and four straight winning seasons looking to continue that uh i mean you know they're going to be near the top of the BWAC, and it was fun last year when we got to talk to him so uh year two of bringing him in yeah it's going to be a fun time so just like every other coach uh let's not waste a lot of time here because i think we're going to have a lot of stuff to get to in the meat of the interview yeah let's get right to it when you run with us on a gator utv The engine has your full attention. The herd takes notice. And the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet, nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carrow, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800-250-7520. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no-obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810-364-877. For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty. Small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. If your windows stick, (laughs) slip, (laughs) squeak, or leak, replace them with Anderson windows. With low-E glass, low-maintenance exteriors, and rich wood interiors, standard and custom sizes, they can turn simple window replacement into serious home improvement. Ah. Hi, Chip Mortimer here, inviting you to experience the difference at Mortimer Lumber. Our expert staff will be here to help before, during, and after the sale. Stop by Mortimer Lumber, 24th and Lapeer Avenue in Brady Port Huron. here again to tell you about TP Logos. TP Logos has everything you could want when it comes to local high school apparel. Head to their store at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville and check out their brand new extended showroom. They're already impressive selection has now doubled i guarantee if you go into tp logos you will find something you love for your local team if they don't have what you like they'll custom make something just for you that's tp logos at 901 michigan avenue in marysville mattress king is here to help everyone get a good night's sleep located in fort grashit richmond and lapeer Mattress King has the perfect product to fit all needs and lifestyles. Mattress King has gone to great lengths to be your one-stop local shop when it comes to all things bedding. With brands like Serta and Beautyrest, you'll get only the best at Mattress King. 
Mattress also offers free deliveries on all orders over $599. When you think sleep, think Mattress King. Gara Clean by Bachelor has been faithfully serving the Blue Water area for over 25 years. Whether you are commercial or residential, if you need carpet cleaning, stain removal, upholstered furniture, drapery, or air duct cleaning, call Gara Clean by Bachelor at 810-982-7044 and talk to Mike about their aerated foam process that allows carpet and furniture to dry quickly. From pet stains to odor removal to water damage cleaning and restoration, there's only one call you need to make. Gara Clean by Bachelor, 810-982-7044. 44 Duraclean by Bachelor. Looking for a new career? Magna International could be the place for you. Located in St. Clair off Range Road, Magna was named one of Forbes 2020 World's Best Employers. Magna is currently hiring a multitude of positions and offers a great work environment with competitive pay. Wages start $17 and up. Apply for jobs at magna.com forward slash careers. Again, magna.com forward slash careers. Get a fresh start with Magna International today. The YMCA of the Blue Water area is pleased to announce a Night of Champions Thursday, September 15th at 6 p.m. at the McMoran Arena in downtown Port Huron. Eight-time Emmy Award winner Mike Doc Emmerich will host with special guests, activities, food, and both live and silent auctions. Tickets must be purchased in advance and are available at the YMCA, 1525 3rd Street in Port Huron. Cost is $100 per person or $1,000 for a table. For more information on a Night of Champions with Mike Doc Emmerich, call the Y at 810-987-6400, extension 132. Finding that missing shin guard. Remembering whether it's a home or away game. Getting the right kid to the right playing field on the right day. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with auto owners, insurance doesn't have to be one of them. We work with independent agents who keep insurance simple so you can worry about more important things, like not being that fan. Oh, come on, ref! That's simple human sense. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, talking some more football today. Dennis Stuckey, Brady Beaton, we're joined by Coach Jeremy Furman, who had to make the long trek in from that place that's way out there. But uh, <laughs> we're happy that uh, you're able to make This is two years in a row, too, that we've gotten uh, – coach on so he's like one of the veterans he kind of he kind of knows what uh, is coming after him here on the show today follow your guys lead at all but i appreciate you having me on without a doubt um let's get going all right let's get it going he said yeah football season i mean heck camp starts in what fighting going ready uh you guys came back from team camp not so long ago you went up to traverse city talk about that experience a little bit before we get into a little bit of last season and this coming season how nice is it to just go up to Traverse City, a nice place, and just get knuckles deep in football? Yeah, without a doubt. Um, first of all, it's beautiful in Traverse City. So, uh, but uh, no, you know, I've uh, since been a head coach. I think it's going into year eighteen now. Um, you know, Tim Moore up there at Kingsley High School. Um, he gave me my first start a long time ago in Farwell, and uh, you know, a great friend of mine. So, um, you know, I became head coach. I started taking uh, my program up to him, and uh, you know, it's kind of the the uh, end of summer, we grind all summer, weight room, seven on sevens. Um, and it's kind of nice to go up there um, to start doing real football. You know, mm-hmm. um, our linemen are just sick of 
you know, pass pro stuff, especially with what we do, right? Uh, running the ball. So it's like <laughs> yeah. real football time. And, uh, but we go up there and, uh, you know, any, any coach, you know, once you get those classes, junior, senior, sophomore, freshman, you got to get them to, to bond and, and believe and trust in one another. So a lot of that when we go up there is it's, yes, it is football on the field, but, um, you know, it's coming together off the field, which is, you know, ultimately going to help us, uh, you know, on the field and in, in, in game situations and stuff. So, um, yeah, it's, uh, it's great. You get to see, uh, you know, for us, we have a pretty veteran staff, uh, a group of kids. Um, so you kind of know what you get with your seniors. Um, it's, it's interesting then watching the, the new kids coming on and uh, just seeing how well uh, they blend, um, and then they start to understand. Oh, okay, this is the varsity way of of, of, of doing things. Um, so you know, I told you guys earlier, we uh, we work hard, football, football, football up there, but we also play hard up there too. So uh, the tubing adventures, uh, um, the putt putt golf adventures, and go karts. Um, <laughs> But what they say, you know, what happens in uh, Traverse City stays in Traverse City. So, <laughs> uh, you know, a couple of years ago, you had a really experienced team, uh, and you guys did very, very well. And then there was a lot of kids graduated, a lot of kids were, were gone, and you had a very young team last year. And you didn't have a bad start. It's not that you were playing bad football. But you came out of the first three weeks at one and two, and everybody's like, yeah, they're young, they're not as good, and then boom, you win six games in a row uh, and were really one of the better teams in the league overall again. And now you get to bring most of those guys back this year, and you're not a young team, you're a team with some experience again. So I just think that makes you a little dangerous. Yeah, you know, uh, the – Losing, graduating, you know, that year you're talking about the 20, 2020 season. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, Drake Deshetsky, uh, uh, Wyatt Howe, Brandon Martin, Jacob Rainey. Um, you know, those those four are playing at the next level right now. Uh, Drew Regatz, uh, Jackson Schultz are competitive power lifters at the next level. So, you know, it's a really special group. Um you know, and we had a lot of senior leadership that year. And so going into the 21 season, um, you know, we uh, we knew we were going to be young. Um, and it took us it took us a little while to oh, you know, talk about gelling together. But um, for those young kids to, you know, put on their varsity <laughs> varsity pants. Right. And, mm-hmm. uh, and go out there and, and play. Um, you know, I. Uh, yeah, to be honest, you know, one and two, um, we had some uh, we had some meetings. Um, really, uh, not just football, but what it takes to be competitive—not you know, on the field, but in life. And you know, you're going to get knocked down, and uh, you know, and uh, you got to get back up. I mean, no one's feeling sorry for us. Um, you know, and the 20 group put a bigger target on our backs. Mm-hmm. And so it wasn't the young kids coming up, it wasn't their fault of target was there, but there was a target on our backs. And, you know, I think since we've, we've gotten, uh, we got to North branch, um, you know, we've, it, it, it's building a program. And, uh, when coach fish hired me, uh, Mr. Fish hired me, um, back then just to build a program that can go out and compete. And, um, uh, and, you know, I think 
it's a testament to the program where we're at to start one and two. But then, uh, like you said, you know, rally and, and, and win six in a row. And um, but early on, we were young. You know, I, I think overall we we played probably six bad bad quarters last year. Um, and uh, you know, probably four of those, three of those were in uh, in the first uh, you know game two and three last year. Um, and then, uh, you know, we didn't uh, finish the year strong. But, you know, we made the playoffs and, um, you know, starting off one and two, a lot of people were doubting us. Um, mm-hmm. You know, but I tell the kids, you know, block out the outside noise. It's easy to get sucked into that into that vacuum, right? We know what's going on in here. Um, do we have things we have to work on? Absolutely. Let's just clear it. Let's get it out there on the table. We're all going to talk to – just talking, you know, how the kid's feeling. And, uh, you know, of course, you know, that group got compared to the group before them, and uh, you guys are no good. So we really had to block out the outside noise, know what was going on on the inside, and just buckle down and and do what we're capable of doing. And, uh, you know, for as young as we were, you know, people asked me at the end of last season, you guys feel like you overachieved, underachieved? And I think that's a great question. You know, it's – being so young, going seven to three, making the playoffs again, um, yeah. But at the same time, you know, we uh, we could have folded. Was you know, we rich uh, no school to the south there in yeah. overtime, right? Come back and win that against Richmond. We were down what fourteen nothing going into the fourth quarter, and <laughs> you know, so I think it's a testament to a my coaching staff, b the program where we're at. Um, and see to the kids that just they never gave up. They just kept fighting and fighting. And uh, yeah, going into this year, we are we are 15 seniors. Um, and then what do I have? Uh, two, three, four juniors with varsity experience last year. I have a sophomore with varsity experience. I uh, came uh, Wyatt's little brother, uh, mm. Mason Howe. Um, he's gonna be mad at me for calling his little brother. He'll, he'll be <laughs> mad at me for that. So love you, Mace. Um, but there is a lot of experience there, and uh, you know we'll talk. Uh, you know we have team meetings Sunday before we go out to midnight practice Sunday, and we'll we'll talk about that target again. And uh, you know the uh, the best programs they stay they stay up here. You know mm-hmm. um, the programs that are learning or trying to get there will have their moments where they're really good and they're going to drop way down. I think we got you know we're, our programs up here. Last year we were a little young, we dipped a little bit, but I think the, where we're at with the program. We got out of that. We didn't go to the deep valley, and we started going up there again. So proud of the kids, uh, but it's a new season, and, um, you know, we're uh, we're excited for it. I'm excited. Uh, yeah, what are we, five days, whatever you said, yeah, Brady? Uh, it's it's, it's like, uh, uh Yeah, it's like, you know, Christmas is about here already, you know. It's uh, once August hits, it's football time. You know, I was listening to, uh, yeah, 97-1 on the way in, yeah. and they're talking about how – you know, once August hits, it's like, you know, are the Tigers still playing? Because it's football season. Right, and, especially when And here we are bad. in Michigan where it's it's the Lions. But yeah. it's just, you know what I mean, we're turning that page. So it's, uh, it's that time of the year. It's go time. Well, talk about last year for a minute because hindsight makes your two losses not look as bad. The league champs and it, its final score is 28-7, to seven, but that was a close game for three quarters. And then – you were kind – Armada, who at the time 
surprised a lot of people, but by the end of the season realized Armada was a really talented team. And then, like you said, I think the, the point where you guys really turned the page and came back was that game against um, Almont when you ended up winning in overtime. One thing about that game, we talked about this yeah. last year. So I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, you were up 14-7 to and you went for it on a fourth and one, correct? See, this is just something Dennis and I disagree. I like it. I like put your chips in the middle of the table. Dennis likes to play defense, uh, punt, give your defense a chance. Especially with yeah. your defense. Yeah, just just, <laughs> just talk about that mentality real quick because that's something we talked about way in last fall and how you go about making a decision in a game like that. Well, it's believing in the kids and believing in what you're doing, you know. Um, you know, it's it's easy to make that call when you're playing, you know, um, you know, teams that aren't very good, right? But what are you going to do when you're playing, you know, championship-level teams? You know, it's – I think in our cards, and it's, I believe in our kids and what we do. Um, you know, a couple of years ago at the Armada game when we, uh, you know, we uh, we won that for the BWAC. Mm -hmm. um, same scenario. I went for it then, and, uh, you know, we got it. Um, and, uh, you know, we – Later in the game, went for it again, and uh, you know, unfortunately, we had a, a fumbled snap. So, I, I guess it's just my belief in our kids and what we do, um, and going with that. You know, defensively, um, you know, it's uh, it's just believing in the kids, and uh, you know, yeah. Some people uh, had a, I won't tell you who. <laughs> somebody questioned me on that before, you know, uh, and. Uh, at, I don't know. You know, you have your game plan. You put it together. Um, you know what your kids are capable of doing. Um, you know, the only thing on that play um, where we get stuff, I, I had another play I wanted to run. Um, mm -hmm. I probably, in retrospect, you look back going, <laughs> I should have ran that instead of this. And it's, that's one of those things where, as a play caller, um, you know, and coordinator, sometimes it's like ah, you overthink yourself a little yeah. bit. Just, and I'll be honest, you know, I – I go with my gut and the feel of what's going on in the game, the situation. You know, I, I know, you know, people have scripted plays and this and that. Right. But at the same time, it's, you know, it, it's a gut feel. Um, you know, who's hot for you offensively? You know, what lineman you is having a great game and he's going to get you. You know, it's all, all that comes into play and you got to make that decision 30 right. seconds, right? So, yeah. Well, it's one um, of those things, if you get it, everyone's going, Coach, you're the smartest man, you're the best. But you get stuffed, and they're going, oh, they get their pitchforks out saying, what is he doing, punt? Cause but, but, I mean, here's the thing, though. So you, you get stopped, it goes south for you for a little bit, but you guys are able, a lot of teams fold, and that can be the season right there in that moment. And your kids just, you know, Steadied the the course and came back and won the game in overtime. Yep, you know absolutely. And I and then <laughs> going back to you know believing in, in the kids and, and believing what we do, um, and the kids do. You know, and then and they know sometimes. Hey, we might you know we fall short. It's the next play is the most important play, and we got to rally up. And yeah, you know they went on to score on that, and you know. But I think that <laughs> kind of shows the character of our kids. Um, and you got to remember what three weeks, two weeks prior. To that game, we were sitting one and two. Yeah. Right? So to have that confidence and and uh, sorry, what? Um, to have that confidence to to make that call, um, I, 
same scenario, we, d- mm-hmm. we do it again. Well, you played a lot of close games. That was one of them. Obviously, the Armada game, you were on the wrong side of. But you talked about Richmond, the comeback there. And then your non-conference game at the end of the year, you beat a good Linden team 27-24. You guys were in a lot of battles. And I think this year, that's a, a lot of character-building moments going into this coming season. Absolutely. You know, like I said, so I, we really, what did we graduate? Four? Four kids, five yeah. kids, you know. So a lot of these guys are battle tested, you know, and uh, and it shows, um, you know, in their their off season commitment and you know um, those bad tastes in our mouth early from right. last year are you don't forget those, you know, you don't you don't forget that and uh, and kind of the motivation, the driving force behind it and stuff. So yeah, we're we're battle tested and uh, to do like you said, in a lot of those games last year, as young as we were. Um, to come out on top, um, it shows, you know, it shows the potential of what's coming up for the 2022 season. Um, I, I know you, you probably get tired of talking about it, or, or, or maybe you don't. Everybody's familiar. If you say Furman, they go, oh, they run that damn <laughs> fence. And, you know, it's – but the bottom line is no matter where you've been running it, it's hard to stop. Everybody knows what's coming. Nobody knows how to stop it. Absolutely. You know, it's it used to be in the league, you know, everybody, you'd have to stop the fullback because everybody was running trap, trap, trap. Mm-hmm. Now it's it's a variety in the league um, without a doubt. So, um, you know, when you're, when you're going against yourself every day, it's easier to prepare for. But, you know, to run what we run and you have a week to prepare um, – it's tough you know it's tough you're uh you got to play disciplined football against us um and you got to be willing to we're going to get off the ball and we're going right. to we're going to punch you and we're going to we're going to keep coming at you it's a mindset our kids have um like i said earlier our linemen are just we get to play real football you know and it's uh and it's what we do it's a mindset um everything we do we train that way um but you know, I, I told you guys this last time, it's uh, winning is beautiful, right? That's mm-hmm. the, that's that's beautiful. I, I don't care how ugly it is for us to get that beautiful W, but we're going to do what we do, and we've done it well, done it well for a long time, um, and we're going to continue doing what we do. Um, you know, it's I do have a, a, a really special quarterback in, in Will Damasca, um, he's going into his fourth year as our starter. Um, he's what is he twenty something? And we were trying to figure this out the other day. You know, I think Let's he's see, thirty four, twenty three and seven. seven. Twenty three and seven is starting yeah. quarterback, and uh, you know, running the heck out of the ball. Um, it, it's what we do. But there's some things with him that I have confidence in. That uh, I think there's some things that uh, teams are also going to have to prepare for for us and. Uh, you know, you got to throw that wrinkle out there because uh, everybody's, <laughs> you know, everybody's had an off season to prepare, and uh, but until you get out there to 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 have to stop us, and uh, um, it's easier said than done. 
Well, let's um, let's take our first break, and we'll t- we'll talk about a lot of the returns because, like you said, you have a ton of guys coming back. We want to give them all your due. Want to give you plenty of time. So pay the bills, then come back. Talk about some of the guys to expect in a Bronco uniform. Bills in downtown Port Huron. Skateboards, bikes, longboards, and accessories. They have everything you need to enjoy the warm weather. Alpine Cycles offers the best selection, and they're always getting new daily arrivals. Stop by Alpine Cycles today at 762 Huron Avenue at the corner of Huron and Glenwood or call 982-9281. Open Monday from 10 until 6, Friday and Sunday, noon to 4. When you run with us on a Gator UTV, the engine has your full attention. The herd takes notice, and the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet, nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carrow, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Marshall and Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and clothes, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800-250-7520. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit at Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. Feel more confident and in control of your financial life. Ameriprise Advisors can work with you to provide personalized, goal-based advice based on your short and long-term goals. Plus, you can track your investments and financial solutions with our digital tools and regular meetings. Call Ameriprise Financial Advisor Dave Betts today at 810-987-5370. That's 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, member FINRA, and SIPC. Mattress King is here to help everyone get a good night's sleep. Located in Fort Gratiot, Richmond, and Lapeer, Mattress King has the perfect product to fit all needs and lifestyles. Mattress King has gone to great lengths to be your one-stop local shop when it comes to all things bedding. With brands like Serta and Beautyrest, you'll get only the best at Mattress King. Mattress King also offers free deliveries on all orders over $599. When you think sleep, think Mattress King. Having car trouble? Look no further than Marysville Goodyear. Located at 291 Range Road, Marysville Goodyear will take care of all your automotive needs. They know that just one visit to them will make you a customer for life. Whether it's a tune-up or tire rotation, consistency is the name of the game for the folks at Marysville Goodyear. Need tires? Marysville Goodyear is a certified dealer of Goodyear, Dunlop, and Kelly tires, and they stock tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. Give them a call today at 810-364-4700. Marysville Goodyear, where your satisfaction is our guarantee. Are you getting out of a lease or ready to trade in your vehicle? Stop by Jepson Car Company and we'll be here to assist you. 
We are constantly buying out lease vehicles and almost always putting money into your pocket. No matter what you owe, we can help. If you don't see your perfect vehicle in our lot, we will help you find it. Our purchasing team has decades of experience to help find the vehicle that is best for you. Call Jepson today at 810-662-3048 or stop by at 5277 Gratiot Avenue in St. Clair. This is Lucy Harris. I'm a class of 2022 senior, and I play on the golf team at Port Huron Northern. As a Port Huron school student, I had the opportunity to participate in the most extracurricular and academic opportunities in the region. I can even earn free college credits from the Blue Water Middle College. At Port Huron Schools, I am treated as an individual, and my teachers care about my specific needs. After graduating, I plan to study abroad and attend college to eventually become a teacher. That's my Port Huron School story. What will yours be? Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. Magna International is North America's largest auto supplier and now calls the Blue Water area home. Our new plant, located on Range Road in St. Clair, will have great opportunities for all members of the community. Named to Fortune Magazine's World Most Admire Companies two years in a row, Magna offers many different career opportunities. Wages start from $17 and up. Go to magna.com forward slash careers to apply today. Again, magna.com forward slash careers to join our team and create the future of mobility together. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, welcome back. Dennis Stuckey, Brady Beaton, joined by Jeremy Furman today talking some North Branch football. Uh, and and you, you touched on him a little bit at the end of the last segment, but I guess if we're talking Broncos football on the offensive side, we've got to talk first about your quarterback, Will Damasca, uh, who, as you mentioned, a four-year starter, which is unique in itself in high school football. Absolutely. You know, I really don't know where to start with Will. Um <laughs> high character uh kid um above all else you know so you want to see uh, good people see success you know and mm-hmm. and um you know it's uh it's definitely will's team you know i was joking with you guys earlier about you know being tough at camp but I told the kids i just want to you know get a recliner on the sideline and get some popcorn and, and you know watch watch uh watch them do what they can do and uh, it, it starts with will um you know, not only uh, on the field but off the field in the community. Um, he's a he's a awesome young man. So we're fortunate that he's he's our leader. You know, he's our quarterback. Um, and uh, yeah, he's he's battle tested without a doubt. I was just uh, putting some film together and just uh, just kind of seeing his growth from the very first game as a freshman when we played. Uh, Played Lakeville at uh, Flint uh, Classic. I forget what it, the exact term is. And, you know, uh, his first touchdown, uh, you know, he kind of – he ran over a kid, you know, and that was his first game mm-hmm. as varsity. And you could just tell at that point that, you know, he has that that it, that it factor. Um, and, um, you know, we're excited, um, you know, to watch him in his final chapter of his high school career. And um, I know he's a tremendous competitor, and um, you know, there's not many kids that, uh, many teams uh, out there that have a have a leader uh, like Will. 
Well, as a coach, you talked about just sitting on the sideline, kicking back, and letting him kind of run the show. How nice is it, though, as a coach that you know that if he sees something, he can make an adjustment or he can basically be act as almost another coach out on the field for you? Yeah, you know, we're <laughs> we uh, seven on seven this summer, um, which is kind of weird for us to do seven on seven. But anyway, um, <laughs> it's a defensive session. But, uh, you know, he uh, he he knew – you know, there's a couple pass plays I I go to, and uh, you know, it's I, it's just funny. I right, will go ahead and call what you want to call, and he's like, he looks at me, and I know he knows what I'm thinking already. I tell him to, call, you know, right, and he he knows what to call already. So it's uh, you know, just the body language, um, him and I have, you know, uh, with with each other, we can tell, you know, but he has a great sense and his, his fingers on the pulse of what we do so you know when he comes off the field you know okay I saw this on film what are you thinking and um he's to that point where uh I, I trust him you know 100 percent um you know we uh we talked during one of the breaks about you know going on going for fourth and one in our own territory and um believing in the kids um and I believe in in Will and uh if I make a bad call uh he makes me look pretty good, so uh, he can make that that change for us. So we are very fortunate. Well, your system, you hand you don't just use one feature back. You have three, four, five guys in a game that'll get significant carries. Who are going to be some of the guys in the backfield that Will's going to be handing the ball off to in this season? Absolutely, you know, it's I, I think that's what you know makes us um, our offense and what we do uh, pretty dynamic. You have to defend. You know, when you really have to defend four with the quarterback, mm-hmm. it makes it makes it tough. And uh, so in the backfield, um, Aiden Swash um, is coming back. Um, you know, he was never 100% last year. Um, so to have a healthy Aiden is going to be tremendous for us. Um, also in the backfield will be Ryan Henney. Uh, Ryan's going in his third year. Aiden, Aiden is as well. Uh, Ryan's going with his third year. Um you know, I've coached a lot of running backs over the years, and um, Ryan's elusiveness in the open field is, you know, he's not very big, but he's strong, he's quick, um, he, he's tough. Um, and then probably right now, uh, Lucas Chapman, who's also going into his, his third year in varsity, uh, probably our other our back um, back there. Um, but I do have a couple of young kids with that. Um, but, uh, you know, those four seniors in our backfield, Pretty good. And they don't always line up in the backfield either, and yet uh, they, they might line up in a slot or something. They still seem to end up running through the tackles, though. <laughs> um, uh, I, I've seen uh, a couple of times, and uh, this was at the other school, uh, where y- you guys did some damage running basically behind the center, but the play didn't start there. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, Dennis. Just exactly how I drew it up. No, uh, <laughs> but uh, I, you know, it's kind of our, our our safe zone there, right? Running between the tackles, uh, and we 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 can do that from multiple formations. And uh, you're right. There's always we don't always have three backs in the backfield. Um, you know, we'll have some slots, some wings, and uh, but uh, we still we're gonna do what we what we do there and stuff. So, um, yeah, the. Uh, you know the, the dynamic of those guys too is they do have good hands, um, but we ask our running backs to first and foremost you have to block for each other. And uh, you know this group is a, a gritty, gritty group. Um, 
and they kind of take pride in uh, in blocking, carrying out their fakes. Um, you know, just as much as they do, uh, you know, enjoy running the ball and uh, and scoring touchdowns. Um, um, but you know, I, I think you know if, if Bubba was here, he 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 would uh, he'd tell you that our offense is the ultimate team offense because uh, mm-hmm. you know we we don't feature one person back there. You know, um, we feature a lot of people, and that's a, a true team offense, and uh, we pride ourselves on that. Well, you talk about team offense. Obviously, running back, the sexy position, the one that scores the touchdowns, gets in, in the paper. But the offensive line is what makes an offense like this go, especially when you run so much. Who are going to be the big hog mollies up front creating the holes and making those running backs and, and Will looking good running the ball? Absolutely. Um, it does start up front with our guys. And you talk about very unselfish individuals who might not get the accolades, but we just talked about it at camp, you know. Us rushing for 4,000 yards is – that, that's such a prideful thing for linemen, you know, and uh, touchdowns are the result of their hard work, you know, and, uh, um, you know, Coach Bubba does a great job with our offensive line. Uh, starts starts with his leadership there, but, uh, you know, our, our leader on our offensive line is uh, another three-year starter for us, Dylan Schmidt. Um, Dylan plays right guard for us, and, uh, you know, if you're one of those uh, social media, Twitter people, mm-hmm. which, I am not. Um, you know, Dylan Dylan spends a lot of times at camps and just perfecting his craft. He, just, he loves the game. You know, mm-hmm. he truly loves the game. Um, you know, we got a couple of roster spots um, when we were up at camp from uh, Elma and uh, I think it was Adrian. I think it was Adrian. Um, so he's, you know, he's that potential. Um, mm-hmm. But he just, he, he loves it. He's, he's our, you know, you always have that weight room warrior, you know, with your offensive lineman and, uh you know, Dylan, Drew Getz kind of passed that torch on to, to Dylan Schmidt. And uh, it starts with Dylan. Um, and then uh, to his left at our center position, uh, he's going into his third year too. He started as a, fr- as a freshman for me, uh, Franklin Franklin Cottle. Cottle, he, uh, you know, he's, uh, he's been Will's, Will's center. And um, he's, uh, you know, he's a big boy without a doubt. But it, it starts in the middle with him. Um, to Dylan's right, at, at right tackle is uh, Hunter Nichols. Hunter's a two-year starter for us. Um, he uh, he's another big boy. Um, between uh, him and Dylan, they love double team day. You know, <laughs> they just get after it. Um, and then on the other side, um, you know, we got a couple pieces there. We're trying to figure out yet. Um, possibly Grayson Gomery, who was a starter for us last year. And then uh, left tackle, um, probably going to be our big freshman, um, Eli Bickle. Um, you know, as a, as a freshman, Eli's already about six five and two hundred and thirty some. That's a coach's dream, and, isn't uh, it? Yeah. So no pressure on Eli. We're not asking him to do, you know. Um, but uh, you know, he's a. Uh, it's a. Uh, it, Drake and him are Drake Dushesky and yeah. him are, are uh, first cousins. So. Um, it, it, it's in the genes there. Um, but, you know, once again, he's only going to be a freshman. So, right. you know, we well, got to see how quick that comes about. With the wing tee, usually everyone thinks most important position on the offensive line is left tackle, blind side. When a wing tee, where on the offensive line do you look and say, this is where I need my dude to be? This is where I want my best blocker to be? Um, you know, I know some teams in, in our offense will have their – 
their power side and their speed side. You know, we, mm -hmm. we pretty much keep our sides the same. Um, you know, our guard positions are important for us, well, without a doubt. Um, you know, for us, Will's left-handed. So, you know, for me, blindside would be our right tackle. Right. So, um, you know, we have – he's taken care of by a senior on that side. So, um, you know, to the front side, you know, siding C, um, you know. So, I'd say start with our, our guards. Um, but, you know, we do, we do a lot of things. Um, you know, we pull a lot of people. We pull everybody – Oh, we probably don't pull as our center, but I'm not going to say we won't, Dennis. So uh, <laughs> we'll pull them all. Um, so, yeah, it's uh, uh, probably our guards, and it starts with Dylan. You know, I get it because it's really easy to look at it and see you guys score a ton of points. But sometimes when that's going on, what gets overlooked, and I'm just looking at like the last two seasons, you can count on one hand the number of times somebody's gotten more than three touchdowns on you. You're hard to score on, and I think sometimes that gets overlooked. When, when you're beating uh, somebody 56 to nothing, people don't always see that zero there, but that's a part of it too because your defense sometimes can set up your offense and make their life a little easier. Absolutely. Um, you know, I'm glad, glad you segued to this, Dennis. Um, you know, I, I do wish Bubba was here. Um, you know, Bubba played back um, in the 80s for Coach Smesnick. Um, mm -hmm. Hall of Fame coach, the best coach, football coach in, in, in North Branch history. Um, and, uh, you know, the defense coach ran there. And then, uh, you know, Coach Smesnick Jr., you know, ran the same defense, um, um, you know, over, over school to the east there, Yale. Um, <laughs> they uh, – you know, coach passed away um, this year. Um, you know, and Bubba, and that was that was Bubba's guy. You know, and uh, um, so the defense that we run now—that's um, what coach ran back in the day. And when Bubba and I got together, um, you know, he's like, "Coach, I'd really, I'd really like to show you Coach Mezik defense." And and let's see. So year one, you know, we I still running some of the stuff that we ran down the road. Uh, didn't run as well as we we had, um, but that off season, Bub and I really sat down in the intricacies of the defense, and I, I really sat down with Coach Mesnick too, and just kind of learn, you know, and like, you know, right, this is I think this is going to be very good for our kids, you know, and what what we want to try to do. So, um, you know, so. You know, rest in peace, Coach. But we're still, uh, you know, we're kind of dedicating this season to him, and um, and so you know, defensively, yes, it's. Uh, I think it does get overlooked. Um, you know, we were a little young last year, gave up some points, gave up some yards, um, but you know, all in all, pretty solid. I think a lot of teams, you know, w would take would take our defensive group from last year, and it probably wasn't our best group, you know. But fundamentally, we're, we're pretty sound. Um, and, uh, you know, we take pride in that, without a doubt. Um, and, you know, you say defense overlooked. I'm remiss not to say this. I was just talking last week uh, with some other coaches, and uh, we were talking about um, our 2014 team down in the School of South mm -hmm. there. And, uh, um, 
the defensive coaches were the first ones to bring up, yeah, you guys did score over 600 points that year, but you only gave up 80, you know, 89 points, you know, so. Still the best BWAC defense so, ever. Uh, yeah. Without a doubt, and that's. Point-wise, at least. Yeah. Crosswalks no, no, no. almost got it. I would say it was. That <laughs> defense was phenomenal. Um, but anyway, um, so it's funny how, you know, everybody gets enamored with the offensive side, but. You're only allowing those few points that year. You know, the coach I was talking to is a couple of defensive guys. That was the first thing they pointed out um, was that. So defense, I think, does get you know, get overlooked. But you know, you go back to the fundamentals of football, right? You you play great defense. You take care of the ball offensively. You control the clock. Control the chains. Um, I think good things happen, and that's kind of been, you know, our our. Our beliefs and kind of, you know, over those last X amount of years uh, has put us in that position to, you know, to be at the top of the BWAC, compete for titles and, uh, you know, get into the playoffs. Who are going to be the guys that you rely on to man that defense and kind of eat up a lot of tackles, be your erasers defensively? Yep. Um, you know, it starts, you know, our, our inside backers, you know, it's last year we were so young, I had two sophomores in there and, it showed, um, I won't tell you who, but up at camp, um, you know, the game has slowed, you know, since last year yeah. for him. Just, he just, you know, and uh, he says to me, he goes, Coach, I was pretty stupid last year, wasn't I? <laughs> I was like, no, buddy. It were, we knew we were going to be a learning curve last year and stuff. And uh, um, he goes, it's, it's weird how the game just kind of slows down, you know, and and uh, talking to Will, you know, the first time we went to seven on seven his freshman year at Wayne State, yeah. he's like, you could just tell. And then we went down there last year, and you just, it's like, I don't know. It's the, the maturation process and just well, watching them go well, through. Well, it's like and, anything. I'm sure you look back yeah, at when you coached, when you first started, and you go, what the hell was that? I know I say, I can't go back and listen to some of the games when I first started. I'm like, I was terrible. Absolutely. And it's just the growth process in anything in life. Yeah. And that's, you know, for everybody. But to see the, the young kids, uh, to realize that, but to see, you know, their understanding of it. So inside line, linebackers with, uh, with Wyatt Bruff, Gabe Miles, um, you know, Aiden Swash at what we call our Bronco. Mm -hmm. um, Coach Mezik, uh when the School of the East, they'd call it their Hawk. Um, mm -hmm. And Coach Mezik, when he was at, um, at North Branch, he, he'd call it their Hawk. So it's our, it's our Bronco. It's a pretty special position for us. Um, you know, so – yeah, I don't want to use a baseball analogy, but up the middle you got to be strong, right? Mm -hmm. um, and you know our linebackers in our Bronco position were up the middle pretty strong there. Uh, up front, um, defensive line wise, you know uh, Kevin Gorman's coming back. He's only a junior, so second year on varsity. Um, he's gonna be pretty special for us. Um, um, you know we have some young kids at the D tackle spots. Um, you know, and uh, our our defensive end strong side we're still got a few people competing for that position so that'll be pretty good and then our, our, our dbs um you know uh, griffin mayberry um you know he's he should be you know he was uh all region for us last year um and in our coach association um i think he's gonna get some all state stuff this year you know he's a six that's foot. just a great name by the way Griffin, maybe doesn't that sound like a, a kid from North Bay? Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> his uh, his grandfather, his father. I mean, it's the long leg legacy up there. But uh, he, uh, 
you know, Griff's, what, 6'2", six 6'2 two, six two and a half, and he's just long and lanky. Uh, he'll play some split end for us too, but he's our number one corner. Um, you know, um, so, you know, all in all, I think uh, I'm not sure if we're going to have the uh, – I keep saying his name, but I don't know if we had that Drake Deshetsky type. Right. But overall, as a defense – we're going to be pretty dang solid. So you're going to be pretty balanced. You're not no, going to rely on one guy absolutely. to eat up 20 tackles absolutely. a game. Absolutely. And, and it's nice to know, and I know because he's your quarterback, you, you don't want to overuse him. But to know you've got a guy like Will in your back pocket if you need him to go on that side of the ball. Yeah, you know, that that is there. And, he, of course, he's in my ear. You know, he's gone to a lot of camps this summer. And, uh, you know, he had, a, he had a pretty good camp out of Air Force. Uh, he went out there and uh, – Talk to him a little bit about playing, you know, some defense. And, uh, you know, he had to get film last year in defense and mm-hmm. stuff. So, yeah, that was one of his first questions. He go, we sat down and he's like, well, what are you thinking, Coach, defense for me? I was like, yeah, it's a thought, Will. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, I'll take it. I'll take it. So, you're right, Dennis. It's, uh, you know, um, you know, he is uh, – he's our, our our best athlete, right? Um, so – I do know it's there, you know, and uh, so does everybody else, though. So, uh, um, but, uh, no, that's uh, that's exciting. Well, let's take another break. So, when we come back, I do want to ask you about, with the defense, the BWAC, you alluded to it earlier, so diverse that one week you're going up against someone similar to you, and the next week you're going to go up against a hurry-up spread. So, have to have a lot of things in your back pocket. But let's take a quick break, Dennis. Uh, anything else before we do? Nope. We'll be right back with uh, Coach Furman. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no-obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810-364-877. For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. Hi, Chip Mortimer here. So much depends on your roof. Mortimer Lumber proudly features the Landmark Series shingle from CertainTeed Roofing. Landmark shingles come in many colors to surely enhance the look of your home. Landmark shingles offer a limited lifetime warranty, so you can be assured your roof will last for generations to come. Stop by Mortimer Lumber at 24th and Lapeer in Port Huron. Our expert staff will be glad to help answer all of your questions. Mortimer Lumber has locations in Port Huron, Emily City, Sandusky, and Bad Axe. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. 
Brady Beaton here again to tell you about TP Logos. TP Logos has everything you could want when it comes to local high school apparel. Head to their store at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville and check out their brand new extended showroom. Their already impressive selection has now doubled. I guarantee if you go into TP Logos, you will find something you love for your local team. If they don't have what you like, they'll custom make something just for you. That's TP Logos at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County has been serving the community for over 30 years. Located at 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, overhead doors are the premier choice for durability, serviceability, and hassle-free performance for commercial and industrial doors. Overhead Doors boasts a complete selection of performance and safety-tested commercial and industrial upward-acting doors and manufacture a wide array of styles to meet your needs. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County, 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, call 810 987-2185. This is Nash Phillips. I'm a class of 2022 senior and varsity football player at Port Huron High. As a Port Huron School student, I get to experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region. The district provides personal success for all students because each Port Huron School's journey is unique and special. I know I'm supported by my teachers and everyone in the district, both in the classroom and on the football field. I also know they care about my well-being each and every day. Poor Huron Schools have prepared me for anything I choose to do with my future. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. Having car trouble? Look no further than Marysville Goodyear. Located at 291 Range Road, Marysville Goodyear will take care of all your automotive needs. They know that just one visit to them will make you a customer for life. Whether it's a tune-up or tire rotation, consistency is the name of the game for the folks at Marysville Goodyear. Need tires? Marysville Goodyear is a certified dealer of Goodyear, Dunlop, and Kelly tires, and they stock tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. Give them a call today at 810-364-4700. Marysville Goodyear, where your satisfaction is our game. Kaywood Auto has been serving the Blue Water area for over 100 years. They have the area's best selection of pickups and SUVs. And now Kaywood Auto is offering corrosion-free rust proofing. Call 987-3030. That's 987-3030 to make an appointment. Voted 2021 Best of the Best and President's Award winner plus 2022 Dealer of the Year, Kaywood Auto is open Saturdays 9 until 2. Visit www.kaywoodauto to make an appointment. Kaywood Auto has been serving the Blue Water area for over 100 years. Hello, this is Tim Sheridan, owner of Sheridan Real Estate and Insurance in Lexington. A family tradition that started back in 1925 with Grandpa Sheridan. Promoting trust, care, and excellence, Sheridan is dedicated to understanding and taking care of all your needs. Respected throughout the community and dedicated, Sheridan is a proud supporter of local activities like high school athletics. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, welcome back. Dennis Stuckey, Brady Beaton, and uh, Coach Jeremy Furman from North Branch. Yeah, we're, we're blithering during the, the, the break there, and we were just yeah. talking away and lost track. So, that, <laughs> so that's that's why the, there's that five the, second well, gap there. or the power of editing <laughs> nah i say leave it in there anyway um <laughs> so we were talking off the air funnily enough we were talking about the BWAC and 
you there's a not crazy chance there's six playoff teams. And I mentioned before in the last segment, when you prepare for a team, like just looking at your schedule, okay, in a three-week span, you have to go from Richmond, who spreads it out a little bit but can do a lot of things, to Armada, who Coach Rowley makes no bones about it. He's going to run at you. He's going to try to bully you. To Croslex, who's going to run three plays in 30 seconds. Going from team to team to team, how do you prepare and how does that change your game plan? Where I'm sure it, when you first got started in the BWAC, it was a lot of, hey, just got to be ready to stop the run and how it's evolved in that time. Yeah, without a doubt. You know, back in the day, you had to stop inside trap in the BWAC or you're going to be in trouble, you know. So, yeah, that's the, that's the part of, uh, of football that's pretty, uh, you know, in the BWAC, that's pretty dynamic. Um, that's why it's important, you know, for – you know, our, our kids to, you know, really be, you know, mentally engaged, um, as we go, you know, physically the technique and all that, but, you know, it's a lot of it's the responsibility, you know, what you got to do against this defense that, or that offense, this offense. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, in, you know, our coaching staff, you know, uh, Bubba, uh, Chris Cora, um, you know, they do a phenomenal job of, of game planning, um, in putting the kids in the right spot but you know it, it is it's uh you know it gets to a point where it's a lot of, of, of personnel and matchups right mm-hmm. what uh you know you feel you need to do best um i think a lot of it too is your understanding of you know kind of the scheme of what they're trying to do um and not get caught up in you know a lot of a lot of teams will run just stuff for you to look at on film and just kind of you know, put that in your nose. Like, all right, do we have to prep for that right. and stuff? But at the end of the day, at the end of the day, all of us offensive guys, we're going to run our base stuff because that's our that's our comfort zone, and we're mm-hmm. probably pretty damn good at it, right? So, um, you know, I, I think you can overwhelm a 14, 15, 16-year-old kids with, you know, here's everything that they do. You know, let's, let's narrow it down. And at the end of the day, play your technique, play your assignment. Um, and, you know, practice-wise, you know, I think we're fortunate enough to, you know, we have, when we go scout team, you know, a lot of our uh, a lot of our offensive people are also our scout team offensive people. So we, get, we give our defense a pretty good look. Right. Um, are we going to run things exactly, you know, like the other team? No. But I think we give them a pretty good look with the personnel that we do have. Um, you know, I, I think, you know – I'd like to go to some practice of other teams, see them emulate our offense. I think that'd be kind of <laughs> funny to see them. Like, what the heck? You know, a quarterback that's never under center, and I was under center every time, and having to, you know, hand it off. It's just, I don't know. It'd be kind of interesting to see. I've always thought that. But um, so, no, I think, uh, you know, and at the end of the day, the, the fundamentals of defense and, um, you know, do your job um, to the best of your ability, regardless of what you're seeing. And, uh, we get a lot of reps emulating offenses, and I, I think our kids. Um, well, I know when we go into games, our kids are are prepared, uh, without a doubt. So a lot of reps, a lot of film. Um, uh, you know, I think that, uh, and the kids believe, you know, in, in our defense, and they, I think they believe in, our, in the coaching staff that we're going to put them in the best position to be successful, and uh, and trust in us, and we're going to trust in them that they do what they have to do. It, a, a lot has change like i've been doing this for way too long <laughs> so in the early 90s when i started 
doing this for radio stations and, and following and doing games every week. You know, football a lot different than it is now. And and I was thinking about it the, the other day. A lot of it to me is that coaching has gotten a lot younger. Like, it's rare to sit down with somebody who's done it 18 years now, whereas back in 1991 when I was doing my first games – Everybody had been around 20 years plus, and now you get a lot of guys. I just kind of looking through the BWAC, we've got a lot of young coaches and, I, I, I guess, fresh ideas, or or everybody's a little different and everybody wants to do it a little bit differently, whereas 30 years ago when I started, pretty much there are only like four offenses in the entire state of Michigan. <laughs> Absolutely. And nobody threw the ball. No, absolutely. Are they getting younger, Dennis, or are we just getting older? You know, I, I, that, that's a spin on that. Um, no, I think uh, a lot of these younger coaches, these millennials, are just creative. You know, and uh, Brady, you one of those? Are you, I don't know. You where I, I was born up? in '96. Whatever. So, whatever. I'm like in between. Yeah, I think you're. Yeah, I think you're in between. But um, you know, it's there's so much out there, right? Um, you know the. Uh, you know, there was the time where, like you said, Michigan was all power T stuff, right? And then, then you know, I blame uh, Coach Rodriguez and all the spread stuff, right? And then <laughs> that that's just come in and 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 you know has taken over. Um, you know, it's good to see uh, you know Coach Riley. They're running. You know, what they're running is what Coach Riley ran out of the eye, right? Yeah. They're just doing it out of the pistol now. You know, so I think there's you know. I think in a way, you know, everybody wants to put their own stamp on, hey, you know, into this. But everybody, we all steal from each other, right? Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, and um, we make, you know, little tweaks to what we do. And, you know, I was – when Tim gave me my first start, you know, we were full T. And, uh, you know, when I kind of branched out on my own, I, uh, you know, went to uh, – went out – Talked to Coach Apap from uh, Wild Lake Western and he was doing a little more Delaware stuff. The jet game started really coming mm-hmm. about uh, when in my early years of, of being a head coach. And, you know, so I adapted, okay, you know, the jet game into what we do and down and some belly stuff and still a power T element up to it, you know. And, you know, I'm even, you know, with Will, our quarterback, I've been, you know, playing with another few wrinkles within our, our offense. And, uh, you know, it's putting you know my sprinkles on it and stuff, but uh, but at the end of the day, it's it still comes down to to blocking, right, running, catching, right. tackling. Um, it just you know it looks it looks different from place to place that you go, you know, scheme wise. Um, but the fundamentals of the game are are always going to be there, and you know, football is the the ultimate team sport because there's so many you know so many people involved with it and. Uh, Ten people can do their job. That one person doesn't do his, and right. it gets exposed. So, I think that's why uh, you know it's the ultimate team game. Um, I think that's why people get so excited. Even I think non-football people, you know, the 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 falls here, that football, and you know, even you know, to the highest degree possible, the Super Bowl. I mean, how many people watch that? You know, it's. Right. You know, I think sometimes with the with other sports, there's just so many games out there. You know, baseball just seems like oh, they're still right. Going I mean, and, we're yeah. we're doing games six days a week. You, you and know what I mean? Where this, it's basketball. Maybe it's that, two. It's that you know. So, um, yeah, I think the one game a week 
for football makes it unique. Makes it unique. And makes that each week special. Absolutely. So, yeah, it's, uh, you know, the uh, people do, you know, coaches, you know, put their offense in and what they believe is going to lead them to success. Um, And you got to have your kids to buy into that regardless of what it is. Um, you know, the flashy thing on TVs, you know, launching the ball 50 times, 60 right. times a game, you know, and, um, you know, you probably, we're probably not going to look like a Saturday afternoon, mm. you know, we're not going to look like a Sunday, um, but we're doing our thing because we're successful in doing what we do. And, you know, it's to us, we're putting our hand in the ground, shoot, everybody but Will at times will have their hand yeah. in a three-point stance, right? And Old school, call it what you want. It's uh, it's winning ball for us, and uh, you know we believe in it. So, um, but you got to block, you got to tackle. You know, those are two main things in football. Well, you talk about how they're similar. This might sound weird, but you guys, your offense and like a port here on high offense, they look really different, but they're they're more similar than they are. Di- they'll spread it out for receivers, but they end up the same concepts: motion a guy in, handoff kind of a rpo type which when you break it down is a lot of the same base concepts of a wing t it's making a read it's deceiving and trying to get that one-on-one with your with your ball carrier and give them space to work well yeah i mean it's part of a coordinating or calling plays is right trying to find that matchup that's you mm-hmm. know best for you um you know coach coach vandermas and i you know we many years of battling against each other jay would he'd spread it out but he's still going to run his tag scheme, his power right. scheme off that, right? We're in tight, and we do the same thing. It's just, you know, the belief that he wants to spread you out a little bit more. I believe I want the extra blocker at the point of attack. Right. But it's still, it's still the same. Mm-hmm. It looks different, like you said. Um, but the scheme of what we're trying to do is is very similar. Yeah, almost uh, a, a lot of teams line up in, in the spread, but they're really a run first offense is what i've noticed absolutely well absolutely and you know i think uh you know teams now a lot more teams are using uh, the h back right mm-hmm. they're bringing that you know um you know sean does it down the road there and um you know that's that's that extra blocker right but he's not on the line of scrimmage right he's got them to do some things with them so yeah i mean they want to they, they count numbers in the box, right? You have X amount of people in the box, you know, they're going to throw it. You have X amount of, you know, to their advantage to run, they're going to run it. And, uh, you know, that's part of the, the chess match that's out there and stuff. So one thing I always joke with when I talk about people going up to North Branch is at least from basically every other BWAC school. You're driving down this two-lane road, and you feel like you're in the middle of nowhere, and then like an you oasis are. in a desert, you see this beautiful school basically rise over the horizon with which what I'll say is the best athletic complex in the conference and just talk about how nice it is you have what three practice fields your football stadium is is sunken in a little it's got that big time feel to it but even all the other sports you see softball soccer baseball outside and again in the middle of it is this gorgeous school you know the uh (laughs) The uh, the tradition of, of of the you know the thumb communities and the pride that people take yeah I remember my first time going up there for a seven on seven way back when when I was down the road you know coaching same same thing it's like yeah. holy how far is this place yeah. where is yeah. that then you turn down a dirt road before you get to the main road and you yeah. and then all of a sudden 
Oh, this beautiful school sits here. Um, the community, without a doubt, takes pride in their schools. Um, you know, the, the leadership of, of, of Jim Fish. Um, um, give a shout out to volleyball here in a minute. But uh, and then, uh, you know, as of late, um, you know, he was AD forever and now superintendent. And, uh, you know, since Al Margriff, our AD, has been there, um, you know, we've done some more upgrades um, to the facilities. But um, North Branch, and I've learned this, you know, my, my short tenure there, a very traditional, prideful community. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, when, you know, people pull in there and they, they see the school, um, you know, it's, our, our weight room is really the, the first thing you see. It's all glass, right. and, you know, and, and then uh, you look right out through the, the weight room and you, it's right to the football field. You know, it's kind of my office every day. So, mm-hmm. um, but no, um, North Branch people take pride in their community, pride in their schools. Um, and it, it shows, you know, and I think, uh, you know, they just uh, spent, I don't know what it was, uh, I want to say 700000 uh, brand new track. We just put it in last year and uh, um, put in a couple new press boxes, a visitor press box on the football field, softball field. Um, our soccer has their own field. It's the white picket fence around oh, yeah, it. It's, 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 it's beautiful. Um, you know, our, our baseball field, um, you know, we just redid the gymnasium floor. the The paint scheme is yeah. It's what well, they so, got that brown yeah, or the, the, the gray. The I should gray say. In there. Yeah. So, um, you know, so our community takes pride in that. Uh, we have great leadership. Um, our, our school board's phenomenal people, um, and you know, it's it, it's a draw. You know, in in this world of, you know, is you know money. You know, with, with kids, seats. You know, butts and seats. Now, mm-hmm. what can we do to, to draw, you know, more and more? And, um, but it's the facilities, seeing that's one thing. But once people get in there and understand the culture, and, and you know, North Branch is a pretty special place for not just, you know, not just athletes, but, you know, all across our bands, our arts. It's just, it's a pretty special place. And, um, you know, being that biggest school up in the middle I mean, the geographics of the boundaries of North Branch is pretty big. Yeah. You know, I have kids that drive 25 minutes to come to practice. You know, it's, that's a ways. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's, it's not like they're hitting, you know, 20 stoplights on the right. way there. It's, <laughs> it's just, it, it's a long drive. So, um, you know, that in, that, in that, in the small town, the school kind of becomes a, a community within the community, if that makes sense um, um, to you guys. So, um, so you know, like I said, uh, I do want to give a shout out to uh, to Coach Fish and our, and our volleyball team because I think when you you talk North Branch, it, it's 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 North Branch volleyball. You know, right. it's uh, you know we're, we're trying to make our little niche on the football side of things, but uh, you know, um, Coach has uh, this group of girls coming through right now. Um, you know, it's uh, I always tease him, but he he just reloads, right? He just he doesn't have to rebuild that. He's roll, but just if you go into the gym to watch a practice, you're exhausted from watching a practice, you know? And um, so I wish our, our our volleyball team all the best this year. I think they have a chance to, uh, I don't want to jinx them or anything, but they're going to compete. And, uh, you know, to to be able to, to see that on every day, a Hall of Fame coach working with one of the, one of the best program, volleyball programs in the state of Michigan, 
you know, it's an honor for me as a coach, but also to have my my team watch what a championship level team is. So um, I'm extremely blessed, um, you know, and uh, you know that that tradition and that that of North Branch is uh, is pretty special. Well, I know this. Um, you guys travel well, too. Uh, the last couple of years, I've kind of been the softball guy. Yeah. Um, and, and we do a lot of BWAC softball because it's such a good yeah. conference right now. And North Branch is one of those top-level teams. Well, we don't get out to North Branch to see too many games, but when they're playing Richmond and Algonac and Elmont, we want to do that doubleheader. And I noticed this, like the the North Branch side, there just isn't enough room. They're out there. They're setting up tents. They just come in and they take over. Um, I remember a few years ago covering a regional at Country Day, and you would have thought Country Day was just an extension of North mm-hmm. Branch. And then even when you guys go and play at East China Stadium, you've played there a few times on the last in your tenure. The visitor side is not big enough at East China Stadium to hold all the fans. It's uh, yeah, they, they do travel well. Dennis, we'll have to get you up for a softball game though. They just build a new press box. Um, I, I will make sure I get you a seat in that new press box. All right, you you just let me know. Um, sure, uh, Coach Welling and the softball girls would absolutely love seeing you up there. But uh, no, they do. It's a, it's an event. You know when when you know the teams travel. Um, you know last year was my first opportunity to to go to a volleyball finals, um, you know, and uh, the amount of people that were, from, you know, at Battle of the Battle Creek, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Battle Creek. Yeah. Um, eh, sometimes, you know, coach football, I really, you know, I don't look behind me very much. So, mm-hmm. you don't – the crowd, you can hear it and stuff, but not – but being in the in the crowd cheering and just going, oh, this is – this is pretty special, you know. Yeah. So, yes, I NB does travel well. They really do. So being kind of on your own little island, does it the home field advantage make it a little more knowing that, like we said earlier, every team coming, the kids are probably going, how long does this road go for? And then you get there, and the stands are going to be packed every home game you have. Yeah, absolutely. You know, we, uh, you know, we talked before we went on air here about, you know, the, the uh, when we ended up playing Country Day, and you know, we had to play in January, you know, and – um, we ended up playing at Lapeer. Um, just our field was not ready. And, uh, um, yeah, you know, it would have been nice to to have them come all the way up to uh, our piece of paradise, you know, um, mm-hmm. and uh, to play on there uh, on that game. You know, I think uh, – I guess I don't feel, because I'm up there, I feel the opposite when I have to travel all the way down to, uh, you know, our, our friends down in the swamp down yeah. there in, in Elginac. <laughs> Holy cow, this takes forever to get down there. You know what I mean? So, you know, the two extremes, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, I think there's some uh, – now you said that, Brady. I think there is some home field advantage to those long bus rides. When you're going somewhere, your kids know no matter where you're going, you're going to be on the bus for a while. Where if you're at Armada, hey, it's a five-minute drive to Richmond. It's a 10-minute drive to – Almond, it's a 15-minute drive to Emily City, but going to North Branch is going to be 45 minutes, take a little longer. So at least you guys know when you get on the bus, heck, your opener, you're going you're gonna to be – you think Alkanak's going to be a ride. Going to Thurston's going to be a uh, – what's that, about two hours? Yeah, I haven't, I haven't Google mapped it yet, but it's going to be – yeah, I think they told me it was, it was a good two two hours uh, when they came up last year. And then, we, you know, we got to go down to uh, – 
Okemos to play game nine, which we're playing three rivers. So right. that's, you know, two neutral. You don't see a lot of neutral site games in week nine. <laughs> like you'll see the the Wayne State, the Mich- at the University of Michigan games like that. But I like that you're playing a neutral site game in week nine. Yeah, you know, it's. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if it was necessarily planned. It just worked out that way. Uh, you know, uh, I didn't Google map North Branch of Three Rivers. I didn't I didn't realize that it was almost Indiana, but <laughs> until I looked it up. Um, so, you know, I think it was uh, – it's good. You know, in a way for us, you know, hopefully we have that opportunity to be in the playoffs. You know, that week nine for us is really a playoff game, right? You're getting on a bus, you're going to – Maybe a place you've never been before, right? And you have to play an opponent you've never faced before, possibly. So it's I, over a three-hour drive. Okay, by the way. beautiful. Three hours and six beautiful. minutes. Yeah, beautiful. But, but if you make a deep run, you're going to make a trip like that. Right. Exactly. So I think you know. I, I think all in all, it was uh, you know uh, three rivers administration and their coaching staff to you know let's play this game. It's going to be very competitive. They play in a pretty good league. Uh, with uh, Edwardsburg, obviously, yep. who's so – What's that, the Wolverine the, Conference yeah, or something? Uh, I'm not sure if Tom, I even looked that one up there, Brady, but uh, they play Paw Paw. I mean, so it's – they're you know, I know they've been down a little bit, but um, just watching them on film, I think it's a great game nine for, for us um, to play a very competitive, uh, uh, you know, uh, opponent that week. Um to get us uh, hopefully get us ready for uh, week 10. Well, it's funny, depending on how you look at it, you start off three of four on the road, and then of your last five, you have one true road game Mm. to end the season. So it's kind of the the tale of two halves for your football season this year. Absolutely. You know, it's kind of how they – I don't know how they did it. They just said they put some formula in, and I don't know who they are either. But uh, (laughs) this is – this is the the new uh, schedule in the BWAC and stuff, and uh, it kind of you know flipped for us, right? Um, you know, last year it was really early on, top heavy for us, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, so I don't know. I'll see how that that works out. Um, you know, and uh, you know, um, I do know this: two longer bus trips uh, with the senior laden group, experienced group of varsity kids. I like that a little better. <laughs> yes. You're going to – because Brady wants more travel for you because he wants to supersize <laughs> the, the BWAC and make you have to go I do. to Marine City and St. Clair oh, yeah. and Marysville. Well, no, you just make an east and a west. Yeah, but you're still going to cross over yeah, and play but that, those teams. But that's only one or two. Uh, and uh, he, he, he's he got a chance <laughs> to play Marine City, St. Clair, and Marysville. He's going to turn that down. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it depends. We'll, we'll, we'll get a team. We'll find a school out west to to add to the BWAC. I don't know who that is, but but we'll find one. Give them an east and a west. You only have to cross over you know, one or two games. A little bit of history, Brady. The yeah. uh, those schools that you mentioned, uh, especially the ones a little bit more south there, were extended an invite when the BWAC first started. Well, yeah, well, and, this is actually the twentieth year of the BWAC. And, yep, and why we gonna just funny over time how there's been more and more interest you know because mm-hmm. this is a pretty darn good conference right and Dennis what'd you say out of the last six years five different teams have won five different teams have won the BWAC I was not aware of that um you know so that uh it's pretty balanced you know and it's mm-hmm. it's it's competitive um what was the other one six different BWAC members have made a semi yeah and that's you know, that's the other thing it's if you include k yeah, right it's uh 
I, I think that's pretty special. You know, I, I think the conference as a whole, um, you know, it's uh, with the new playoff format, though, you know, it's it's you know, we have, you know, what, three of us, maybe four of us. Ah, uh, three of us for sure. Division four. We got a couple of yeah. Division you, Emily five, City, Croslex are D four. School is to our east. There, they're right on the. They're right there, four, I five. Think, I think Yale's the biggest yep. D five. So you know, and then we do have you know with with uh, School of the South and Elginac, we have you know some D sixes. So you know the uh, the the balance there, you know, division wise, um, with the new format can be a little bit. Uh, you know, for some of the bigger schools, you know, a little bit concerning, right? Mm. But luckily, we do have those two non-conference games where we can go out and you know try to try to offset that a little bit and stuff. Um, but with that, I got to go to Redford Thurston, you know. What yeah. I mean? So <laughs> I, I got to go to Okemos. But um, you know, it's it's things we have to do for the program, and we're gonna we're gonna do that. Well, Dennis, you have anything else? Or you want me to ask the last question? You, you fire away with. So I ask this every coach we've had on. If someone is watching a, a North Branch game, someone let's say in another BWAC city, or let's say someone from Redford or or Three Rivers hears this, what should they expect from a North Branch team in 2022? I think the same um, as as we have. Uh, we're going to play physical football. Um, we're going to be fundamentally sound. Um, you're going to see kids that want to play for each other. Mm -hmm. uh, they want to play for the, the community. Um, and we're going to go out there and, you know, regardless of score, situation, we're, we're going to compete. Um, you know, the league league is tough like we just talked about, um, you know, and in any given Friday night anything's possible in this, this crazy league. But uh, you're going to see, you're going to see um, another year of the next step within the program of, of the building process because I, I still believe we are building mm -hmm. um but you're gonna see like i said you're gonna see competitive football and uh might not be pretty at times um you know downright ugly but uh we're gonna compete and i think at the end of the day you know i think this is bubba and myself when we came together you know over the years when you know, Bubba was with the Schmesnicks over over at Yale, and uh, you know I was down the road. Um, at the end of that game, you knew you just were in a stinking battle. You know, it was it was physical, physical. Where even Monday's practice had to be a little bit lighter, you right. know, than, than normal because it was such a physical game. And um, you know, speaking of being older, there, Dennis, I I love. The physicality of smash football, smash mouth football. I just, I just, you know, I think we're in a society now where people path of least resistance, and uh, sometimes you gotta, you gotta put your big boy pants on, and you, you gotta get after it. Yeah. Um, and we're gonna get the best out of everybody, uh, without a doubt. Um, and uh, you know, we're gonna try to bring our best to everybody every week, and uh, we're excited for it. Um, I'd like to uh, thank you guys for having having me in and uh let me talk a little bit about uh nb football and uh, north branch as a whole well thanks for coming on i know it, it was a it's not a short trek from from out there to port here on so thank you for making the, the, the drive in but i'm just excited it's football season it's been a lot of fun talking with you and all the other bwac coaches we've had on because yeah I, 
I'm getting that itch, and I still have to wait a few more weeks till week one kickoff. Absolutely. Um, I, one more thing I'd like to say. I told her I'd do this. My daughter, Riley, I got to say hi to her. So uh, I told her I would. So I got to do that. And uh, also want to wish uh, my son uh, all the best. You know, he plays down the road there. Uh, he's going into his senior year. And, uh, you know, uh, I, I hope he has a tremendous year. Um Except for one week, yeah. Hope for an eight and one, uh, eight and one season. Uh, absolutely, uh, you know Bryce is uh, he's gonna be pretty darn good down the road there. So um, just want a little shout out to those two, and uh, Mike again, thank you for your time. All right, good stuff. There's Jeremy Furman, and uh, we'll talk some more football as the uh, week goes on here on GetStuckOnSports.com. From Port Huron to Marysville and St. Clair to Marine City, the Blue Water Area is stuck on sports.